Hey there, greetings everyone and welcome back to another episode of Plan B Success. We have Alinka Ratkowska with us today, all the way from Italy. Now, Alinka is the CEO of Leaders Press, where she helps entrepreneurs with their books, books that they would like to bring to the market. And she's on a mission to bring about 10,000 entrepreneurs and their books out into the light. So having said that, let's welcome Alinka and we'll hear from her, her story. So welcome, Alinka. Thank you so much for having me, Rajiv. My pleasure. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Right. Uh, my passion is books and especially business books. So when I'm able to help entrepreneurs get their stories out and into the hands of readers, that makes my heart sing. And that's what my business leaders press is about. So I feel like I'm living the dream now. <laughs> that's awesome. So tell us a little bit about your background, you know, uh, before books, what did you do? I worked in the corporate world. All right. And what did you do there? I was on the fast track to becoming one of the future leaders of the company. Uh, I was hired to do that. And uh, I went through a couple of different departments. I went through logistics, uh, operations. I had a project in a factory. I went through customer service, manufacturing, and uh, I took part in a continuous improvement program called Six Sigma. Right. And I got certified as a black belt in that. And then at a certain point, um, I just realized that I'm being, you know, put in a box and I could only operate within that little box and couldn't do what I really wanted to do. Uh, I felt sort of a glass ceiling and I decided to, I know, I, 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 was able to build up the courage to, to leave and um, figure out what I really want to do with my life. So how long were you in the corporate career? About four years. Okay. And um, you said you actually mustered the, the, the courage to leave. What was that like? You know, I'm sure it was not something where you woke up one day and said, boom, I'm going to leave. You know, it, it gradually built up. Right. So, were you, did you have a plan? You know, what were you going to do next? Those kinds of things? Or were you just so frustrated doing what you were doing that it was time to get out? I did have a plan B. <laughs> I started writing a book while I was still in the corporate world. And I found out about this thing called self-publishing over a decade ago. Uh, and, and I was amazed by it. I, I was like, what? I don't need anybody's permission to publish a book. I can just go for it. So as soon as I figured that out, uh, I just did it. I went for it. And I was good at marketing. That was my background. That's what I studied. And through some trial and error, the book within a couple of months from publishing was bringing me more in my royalties than my corporate salary was bringing me. Wow. So that, you know... Um, gave me the enthusiasm to jump into the publishing world, although I wasn't really sure what I would be doing exactly, but I knew that there are other ways I can bring the revenue than a corporate job. Awesome. So, so can you lay it out for us? What exactly do you do uh, with, you know, Leaders Press and what do you, how do you work with entrepreneurs today? Mm -hmm. uh, so I founded Leaders Press in 2017 
And uh, we were born as a company to help entrepreneurs with a book idea uh, to get that book written and distributed. Um, so we started small and now we're getting bigger and bigger and we're able to not only publish via Amazon, but we're actually distributing through Simon & Schuster, who's one of the largest publishers in the U.S., and we can get the books into brick-and-mortar stores. And uh, we also launched to the big list, like Wall Street Journal and USA Today, and we got 172 authors as of this podcast on those lists. So it's a very elegant solution for entrepreneurs with a book idea that they want to uh, spread and get the widest possible audience to receive. So do you help more on the the publishing and the marketing end, or do you have services that you provide on the idea generation, or if somebody has an idea, the ghostwriting aspect as well? All of it. So the, the, the whole thing, everything, it's an A to Z uh, solution. You, she, we always have an entrepreneur come in with an idea. So it's never like, I want to write a book. I don't know what, what about. That doesn't happen. People have some sort of idea, but uh, we might help them refine it or make it more marketable, make it more uh, something that readers would read. So a matter of positioning it can be, you know, that makes all the difference than when you, when you market it. But usually there is an idea and a desire to just to share it with readers. When did, when did you publish your first book and what was it about? Uh, my first book I published in 2010 and it was a self-help book. So I don't really talk about it much <laughs> anymore since it was my first book. I don't think it was my best work, but it was good enough to you know, bring me enough royalties to cover for my corporate salary for a while. So, you know, a lot of people their experience has been, especially when they go self-publishing, right? There's no, there's, no, there's no plan as such as to how they're going to market it, except for maybe family and friends. Um, so what I'm curious about is your very first book. How were you able to make it as big as it became? I think part of it was it was still early, relatively early. The game was over a decade ago and not as many self-published books as there are now. Um, I, I was just able to work Amazon and understand how uh, keywords work and categories work. So figure out more or less how the algorithm operates. Nobody knows how the algorithm works and it changes all the time. But I, you know, was, I was constantly monitoring the rankings, checking where the book shows up and trying to understand why, uh, you know, who should be talking about the book on which websites in order for it to keep gaining momentum. So I was always marketing and a lot of it was trial and error, really. <laughs> I, I, you know, I didn't have a, a roadmap like I have now. Like now we have a process. We know exactly what to do, when to do it to get the book on the bestseller list. But it was just my enthusiasm and excitement for it and willingness to learn from my mistakes that got me those results uh, and probably a little bit of luck. <laughs> so I'm glad that I had it because I, I really feel, feel like I'm the right person in the right seat right now. Have you written more books? Yes, uh, I have. I had a period of time where I did children's books. That's when I wanted to have children. 
Um, so I sort of envisioned that in those picture books. Um, through these, I learned a lot about foreign rights because I sold those to a Chinese publisher and got a really good paycheck for that. There was a lot of books and they pay for the licensing rights per book. And then I um, got started with business books and we do anthologies that we launch to the bestseller status. And uh, I always contribute a chapter to, to these anthologies. So um, we did one on uh, persistence, for example, yeah, the book is called quitless or habits of success or success mindsets. Uh, these are all wall street journal and USA today bestsellers. And uh I contribute a chapter. So those are my recent thoughts on the topic. And um, I think that's the best way to sort of read and understand what's going on in my mind. And uh, other than that, I also did lead generation books for the company. So one of our books is called Outsource Your Book. And that's our so-called business card. So whenever somebody's looking on Amazon, how to write a book or um, anywhere on the internet, this book usually comes up, comes up because it's well positioned and it stands out because it talks about not how to do everything yourself, but how to outsource every piece of the process. And it's a great lead generation and lead conversion tool. It's a great lead generation tool because it attracted, for example, the co-founder of DHL International who did a book with us. He found us through, through this book and then we did a book for DHL's 50th anniversary. And it's a great conversion tool because whenever somebody reads it before they come to a sales call, it's a completely different conversation. So rather than them asking, so who are you? What do you do? They already know that. Their questions are specific about their book idea and how something might be customized to them. Um, so it really increases the quality of your life when people read your book. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, one of the, one of the things with... Uh with book publishing is, yeah, you know, there's an end in mind, right? So like you said, when it's a corporate entity or a CEO or somebody in the C-suite who's looking to write a book, there's an end in mind and that's how they come to you. And there's, uh, and the financial commitment is something that, that a corporation backs up. There might be people who have books in their heads, you know, entrepreneurs or maybe a, a mid-level executive, for instance, um, who want to write, but, you know, they're very quickly drawn away because they're not so sure about the financial commitment. So what do you have to say to those kinds of entrepreneurs or executives? Well, uh, I like the, I have a saying here on my desk, uh, winners find ways. <laughs> so if you want something to, it's winners find ways and losers find excuses. <laughs> So if you want something to happen, you'll find a way, you know, there's usually a time versus financial investment sort of trade-off. Um, so, you know, you either, you have the finances, so you're able to hire a team of professionals and, and you can do it that way. Or if not, you know, you put in some more sweat equity and hours and, and learn about it and, uh, and still get it out. So it's all a matter of, priorities and uh, if you're having a book and growing your business uh, this way is a priority then you'll find a way to do it so your business do you you mentioned that you know you can take it from all the way from 
the start to the finish in terms of the journey. But do you have people reaching out for specific pieces? Like, you know, if somebody has written a book and they've published it, they're not getting the kind of eyeballs on it that they want to, but now they want some marketing help or distribution help. Do you have that as well? Yes. Well, it's part of our process that we've already have outlined. So it's, uh, we can help people from idea to launch or from manuscript to launch is a popular thing we do. Or we can also help uh, with a book that's already been published and get it on those bestseller lists behind the scenes. So our name is not attributed to it and, and we can't really claim it as ours, but we're behind it. <laughs> and uh, when, you, when you think about it, could you give us an example or two of some of uh, the best books that you have taken to market? Um, I really like, so I like Design to Win, which is the book we did for DHL for the 50th anniversary, a wonderful story of how DHL became a multi-billion dollar company <laughs> from, uh, you know, it being a couple people, three people working together. Um, another book that I like a lot is one of our anthologies called Quit Less. That's about the power of persistence. Um, with phenomenal stories from uh, on successful entrepreneurs around the world, including the co-founder of DHL International. He's also in that anthology. Uh, I think what's wonderful is that you get um, such a different, such a mix of different points of view of what people understand as perseverance and how they were able to achieve what they've achieved in different areas of life. So I think, any reader will find at least one nugget that they can hang on to and that will help them push through any difficult situation that they're in. Now, uh, in terms of, uh, you know, people reaching out with an idea, I know you've got uh, uh, different packages, different pricing. What kind of distribution numbers are we talking about? You know, the examples that you laid out, can you, can you talk about it? When we do a launch uh, for a big list like uh, USA Today or Wall Street Journal, in order to make that happen, uh, we need to sell about 6,000 uh, books in a week. So the whole promotional push is uh, focused on that one week of time it has to be in that week. You can, you can sell 100,000 books, but you know, throughout a couple of years, then that's not going to work. In order to get that status, it has to be 6,000 in a specific period of time. So we create an orchestrated launch in order to hit those numbers within that window. And um, so far, each of our launches has been successful and we plan on keeping it that way. And uh, uh, so in terms of, uh, let's say somebody co coming in and, you, and, and your team working with them with, uh, in a with a plan. Um, so are you guys providing input as to how the book is written? And then, you know, you also mentioned the traditional uh, way of distribution, Simon and Shooter. So uh, with them, is that a, you know, with every, every, every book idea that comes your way, that, is that a given? Or do they also have the ability to look through and decide if they want to market the book or not? We are the decision makers and they try trust us that we will make the right decision. So, uh, you know, if we're going to put our name on it, <laughs> going to put our logo on it, and we choose carefully. Um, and there are books that we refuse to publish for some reasons. Like they could be like legal reasons or, um, you know, maybe somebody wants to write an expose and 
put other people in a, you know in a bad position. We don't want to be behind it, so we will refuse to do that. And uh, you know, also because of our distribution partnership with Simon and Schuster, um, so so we feel we are the gatekeeper to you know to that distribution. And um, so as long as the idea meets our criteria, and it usually does, because we tend to attract uh, wonderful entrepreneurs, uh, then if you only have an idea, then we help with the creation process. We help with the creation of the outline. We develop questions for the interviews. So before an interview, you come in and you already have the questions that we will ask. We will ask follow-up questions. Then we will develop another set of questions for the upcoming interview. That all is recorded and then transcribed. And based on that, we write the book. So it's a, a pretty clear and structured process uh, that, you know, uh, when the entrepreneur follows it, we're able to get the book out smoothly. All right. And uh, how, how, how are you? You're out there in Italy. So where's the rest of your team? Is it a distributed mm -hmm. team? Yeah, we're a virtual team. We're about 30 people. Uh, between the U.S., mostly a couple people in Europe and uh, a behind the scenes team in uh, Asia as well. Uh, so that, that, that's how we roll. The sun never sets in leaders press. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And then in terms of uh, lead gen or finding your clients, uh, what are some of the ways you go about it? We rely a lot on LinkedIn because that's where entrepreneurs hang out. We also are active in the ad space. So we do Google ads, Facebook ads. We have a call center where we call people as well. Um, you know, we, as part of our uh, lead generation, we ask for phone numbers. So we will follow up with people with a phone call. Uh, we do a lot of podcasting. Our team appears on, on about 15 podcasts a week. And uh, we're working on SEO as well. We have a really strong push on SEO this year. So it all adds up. <laughs> and uh, on an average, uh, how, many, how many books do you bring out each year? This year, we're looking at about 100 books. Wow. That's pretty awesome. Impressive. Um, so in terms of people reaching out, if somebody's interested or curious or wants to have a consultation, what's the best way for them to reach you? The best way is to go to leaderspress.com slash discover. And then you'll be able to go through a one minute quiz, which will be able to tell you what type of book you should write, a lead generation or a legacy piece, long, short, based on your needs. And you'll also get an audiobook version of Outsource Your Book, where we explain the whole process. And that's on leaderspress.com slash discover. Awesome. As far as, uh, you know, some of your previous entrepreneurs, people who have already worked with you, are, uh, are there testimonials on the website? Can you, can you look through those? Um. We have a bunch of them on the front page and then, then some more if you want. Awesome. Do you, do you do any fiction books at all or is it all uh, nonfiction? We do. Uh, we have an imprint for fiction books as well, uh, but you need to bring in the manuscript. We, we won't go straight to fiction book. Okay. And then as far as uh, the copyright and whatever the other rights, uh, they always stay with the authors, I, I, I believe, right? The copyright stays with the author, yes. 
Okay. All right. Cool. And then um, in terms of uh, the other aspects of it, you know, when a, when a book does really well and then you're looking at getting it to other languages, um, what's that process look like? We work with a foreign rights agent who pitches the book to fellow agents and uh, they will express interest. If they express interest, we will send them a sort of one pager and the PDF files, low resolution PDF files. Then they will, if they like that, they will make an offer. We're usually looking at about, depending on the country, for a first time author, that could be like $2,000 that they will offer in order to purchase licensing rights. And they will translate the book and uh, publish and distribute in, in a specific country or a specific territory for a specific period of time. And then that can be uh, extended for, uh, for another period of time. And you can do that multiple times because uh, there are you know, many different countries uh, that will be interested in uh, the licensing rights of a good book. So is it pretty much the licensing rights or does the author still have any royalty rights as well? Yeah, there are royalties as well. Um, so That's first is the, the advance, the licensing rights, and then uh, they will get royalties afterwards. Okay. And in terms of, you know, the kind of experience that you have, um, any, any examples of uh, something that did not work as well as uh, you thought? Something that did not work. I'll tell you something that I did early on that did not work. Uh, and I thought I was going to become a millionaire at that time. Uh, I was approached by a company to do an infomercial on that self-help book that I talked about. And, and uh, they promised me that it would be aired to millions and millions of people. And so I flew to Florida and recorded the infomercial and did all that. And, and I don't think I sold any extra copy of, in, for, of that book. And I got a loan in order to be able to do that, which I was then paying for seven years afterwards. So that was one of the worst decisions of my life. Uh, but hey, here I am and everything is uh, going well. So it didn't particularly hurt me, but it did teach me to, um, to do my uh, due diligence before taking a loan to do something. Absolutely. So did the infomercial actually go live at all or uh, were, were there other reasons for it not generating the business? I don't know if it did. I mean, they sent some reports, but I don't know if they were real or fake. Uh, I've never seen anything. I didn't see any uptick in sales other than what I was already doing. Uh, the company was called World Progress Report, but I you know, um, investigated a little bit. I think they changed their name all the time. But anyway, if somebody calls you and asks you if you want to do an infomercial on your book because you are so wonderful, <laughs> you probably want to say no. <laughs> right. So this, this whole process of, you know, book writing all the way to uh, the marketing aspect of it, which seems to be your, your core strength and then distribution and all that, what do you enjoy the most? Right now, um, okay, what do I enjoy? The, you know, I enjoy the fruits of my labor, so to speak. So whenever a book is on a bestseller list, I really like that. Whenever I get a book and I can hold it in my hand and smell the paper, <laughs> I like that a lot. 
Um, I like uh, when our authors are exhilarated that their books arrive, you know, sending me pictures. Hey, my books arrived. And, uh, you know, putting on their LinkedIn profiles, not CEO of XYZ, but best-selling author of and CEO of XYZ. You know, when I see that, I'm like, okay, so this is a big deal for them. And I like my role in, in leading the team and um, um, creating the vision and making sure we're all moving in that direction. So I'm excited, you know, also about the fact that we're growing and we're able to help uh, so many entrepreneurs achieve their goals and that we're impacting readers' lives because, you know, that's really amazing that we're able to help entrepreneurs impact readers' lives and, and, and we're, um, thanks to our labor, this is happening. So it's a really rewarding experience. Um, in terms of... Uh your, your piece of advice for wannabe writers or wannabe, uh, you know, authors with published books, what would you advise? What would be the one thing that they need to focus on if they're at the starting gate? I would recommend looking at the uh, end result. So having the end result in mind, thinking, okay, so where, like if you go into a bookstore, which shelf would your book be on? What are its competing titles? Or in other words, you know, like when Amazon sends you that email that says, oh, based on the books you've read and we would recommend this and this book, you want to know which books your readers should have read in order to want to read your book. So you really want to think about that positioning. And you also want to think about, okay, I will know this has been a success if or when. So I will know this has been a success when I get, you know, X number of clients from this or when I get X number of invitations to conferences or podcasts because of this or um, when I'm able to attract a number of investors or when I'm able to change a life or two or <laughs> a couple thousand. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, LinkedIn. Thank you for sharing your story as well as uh, the good work that you do. Before I let you go, one takeaway for the listeners, anything that you'd like to share. Write a book because you will change the world. It will never be the same place again after your book is out. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me, Rajiv. Thank you for listening, everyone. <laughs>